Hi guys, welcome to the podcast Investing Skills. My name is Fredrik Sandvall and today I've got some cool pitching skills for you. The, the guest uh, is part of another podcast which just extracted the absolute pure essentials linked to pitching, what you do before, during and, uh, and so on and so forth. So the guest's name, his name is Dominic Colenso. He is working with communication skills, he is a former actor, he is presenting to teams, individuals and helping so many different people in different ways. He's also active with something called B1G1, buy one give one, uh, something that we also uh, really promote as well. So without further ado, let's jump into the question, what do you do in terms of pitching? and? Uh, this is just the poor basics, so let's jump in. Um, where do you where do you want to kick off? Let's 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 start with what most people miss, which is like preparation. <laughs> yeah, well, I, and I think you hit the nail on the head there. There 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 are there are two types of preparation. Um, some well, three. No preparation, yes. which uh, too many people just wing it. Uh, then you've got the next level of preparation, which is which is mental preparation. Uh, and many many people think if I write three or four bullet points on a piece of paper or I design a nice slide deck, then I can just sit in front of my computer and go through it in my head, yeah. and it'll be fine. Um, I've got some bad news for you. It won't. Um, <laughs> the only the only way of of really being able to bring those words to life is is to rehearse out loud. Yes. So, uh, you know, the analogy I use is is you. You don't give a group of actors a script and say, see you in six weeks on opening night. You give them a script and then you put them in the rehearsal room and for six weeks they rehearse the same lines um, and the same choreography uh, in order to make sure that when they step in front of the audience for that first time, it looks as if it's happening in the moment, but actually they have a muscle memory of it. Their body knows what to do. Um, So it's absolutely vital in terms of preparation for pitching that you put in the hours. Um, uh, That's not necessarily to say that you need to learn a script. In fact, I would counsel people against that because I think unless you're an actor, that can really screw you up because you, you you forget a word and then the whole thing collapses so it's about understanding what your key messages are and then saying them out loud standing up fully embodied in as many different ways as you possibly can um, so that when you find yourself in that situation your, yes. your mind and your body know what to do yeah I mean uh, when, when we did uh, some training the, the other week in, in Boston uh, same thing there think about the negotiation but now, instead of just going into the room and you do the negotiation, you actually do the same thing twice before you do the, the real thing. Yeah. So just like what practice before, just like the same with the pitching, like what kind of questions might pop up? Absolutely. Do you even want to preempt them and get rid of most of the objections even? Uh, before Indeed. Before you even have done it. All right, fine. So now we've done the prep. Fantastic. Um, meet and greet. Key thing about that is is eye contact. Really, I think you've you've got some people, especially on the kind of more analytical um, end of the spectrum, they walk into the room and their their heads full of their own ideas and they're worried about what 
they're going to say next and how the thing's going to start. Um, that's where that sort of spotlight idea comes into its own. Put the spotlight straight on the people that you're going to be yes. talking to. Um, make make that eye contact. Be available to people in the room. Uh, and it's important as well that you don't uh, scoop your way in. So some sometimes people will walk in and their heads will be down and they'll be looking at the floor and then they'll kind of raise their, their eyes and connect um, if you want to make a real impact as soon as that door opens you're, you're there you're present Great. with other people perfect all right and here comes the moment three two one action the first two minutes so uh, make sure that you've you've rehearsed those um, in uh, in as much detail as you possibly can um, I, I I would suggest to try and start with something different yep, so too too many too many people kind of do the, the formula um too many people thank everyone for the fact that they've had the opportunity to be there i think you've got to you've got to own the space you've got to take the space that doesn't mean you need to be arrogant but you don't need to say thank you so much for your time i know you're busy um it's a really great opportunity for us because you just start to lower your status yes. in the room so i think from a from a pitching perspective you need to focus on engaging with your audience and creating that kind of equal relationship because actually you know if you're going in uh, asking for for money or investment uh, they're interviewing you yes but you're interviewing them as well and Indeed. you need to really remember that that, that that there is a balance of power there if you if you go in and give that all away then the end result and the end relationship could be disastrous yeah T typical really good pitch environment uh, if you think about the presenter versus, let's call them the audience or the receivers, uh, percentages, how much should either, either party talk in, in the best of worlds in your, in your space? So for, for in my personal uh, preference, and I, I'm giving this away to, to all my potential new clients, but I want them to do all the talking. Yep. Uh, I, I, just, <laughs> I just agree. Yep. Um, it, it, you know, I've, I've worked with some some clients that work more in the kind of uh, standardized procurement type space where there is a expected format and there are certain things that they have to do but I'm always looking to open up dialogue um, and to to give the the client or the audience member a, as much space as possible to tell yes. me what they need yeah. um, and then if I'm really listening then I can start to think about how I can tailor my offering um, or my request to, yes. to hit those needs so let them speak more than you do I think the yeah. the adage you've got two ears and uh, and one mouth used yeah, in that yeah. I, I would like to even challenge the whole format of, of pitching as such uh, in, in a way, uh, I completely agree with what you said there in terms of like it should really be two ways. Yeah. And and ideally that you're not desperate for whatever you you intend to to influence about because that will also come across so uh, yes. relaxed intensity like yeah. <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, you're working hard under the surface but uh, graceful on on the surface. Okay, cool, perfect. Uh, and now let's assume everything went the way it should. Everyone's been uh, having clarity in terms of the questions. Uh, how would you like to do the end of a pitch? So I think the, the really important the thing at the end of the pitch, which a lot of people miss, is the call to action. Like so you, you've, got, you've, you've got to be really clear on, on what the next steps are. So, you know, don't forget to either 
make the offer and say yep. would you like to buy yep. or to or to sell at the next meeting um you, you've got to you've got to agree some way of moving forward there's no point in doing a you know a fantastic uh, job of describing what you do and, and answering those questions and then sort of sneaking out of the room yes. and 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 leaving it to to your audience i think you've got to be upfront um and and make the ask yeah, I think, I think that's a great example. I'd like to share uh, a side sidetrack story from close to Moorgate here in London. Uh, complete agreement between uh, the, the older existing customer about buying a new project. I was there with my MD uh, and um, everyone was so much in agreement so that it felt like, okay, great. So we, we all agreed and, and like, th- thank you very much and blah, blah, blah. And then like out through the pocket comes this magic little thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, so if if we're now all in agreement what's kind of stopping us from signing it today like uh nothing well in that case yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the pen and here's the piece of paper absolutely i mean if you if you're in in that sort of environment where that's possible yeah yeah exactly get, yeah. Well, get, get it's, that, it's possible get if that. you have kind of done that done the, the prep so it's even it is even doable yeah yeah and they and that's also about how you you know how you frame the interaction in the first place yeah. so before you before you even set up the meeting you know can can you put that in place i, I you know the conversation something like um we're we're meeting next week and we're here to talk through the the offering you've already had the proposal um if uh, if you are happy at the end of the meeting that can, that we move forward uh, are, do you have any objections to signing yeah. the contract there and then yes you at least you you know where you stand you get the yes or no answer at that exactly point. exactly yeah perfect i mean i i would love to carry on the whole day here but uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we, we we're very much connected and we, and we work with similar things and, and we we appreciate the other side of the business so i.e our, our customers or, or clients or whatever you call them friends um so yeah, let, let's put a pause there. We might might come back and pick this up another time. Awesome. Uh, if people have like liked what they've heard so far, uh, and they thought, okay, I really like to connect with with Dominic, maybe even yeah. explore working with yourself. How can people find out about you, and, and and what kind of services does your your business even offer? If you got a, a way to explain that. Yeah. Uh, first thing would be, you know, please connect. So find find me on LinkedIn, Dominic Colenso, on Twitter at Dominic Colenso. I'd love to kind of carry on the, the conversation there. Um, you can visit our website if you want more information about the sorts of uh, services we provide. So www.inflow.global. Uh, in, in terms of the things that we we do with clients. We we work in in a couple of ways. Um, we run what we call masterclasses, which are ninety minute to three hour high energy, high intensity uh, introductions to uh, impact and influencing. Um, typically, kind of large team kickoff type events where we get people thinking in a different way. Uh, we then have an accelerator program, which is typically done over three months. There are three one uh, one day trainings. We have uh, virtual coaching in between webinars workbooks and that's a much more intensive process for small groups we tend to do that with sales teams um, with leadership teams when they're thinking about how they communicate their vision and values uh, and also with kind of graduates and high performers getting them ready to step into those leadership roles Um, on an individual basis we also offer uh, one-to-one coaching and impact assessments Um, so there's loads of ways to work with us if uh, if that's something you'd like to do yeah perfect yeah 
Yeah, so we, of course, we'll put those links in into the show notes if you like to, if you didn't have Fabulous. a pen, pen ready. Uh, right. Uh, are you okay with me sharing a thought from one of the judges from the pitch competition? Go for it. Right. So I think this is a great testimony for how, how good Dominic is at what he's doing. Uh, he was presenting on stage uh, about something that's important to him. And one of the judges said the following. Dominic, that was so good. So next time to make it even better, can you try to do something wrong? <laughs> it was something very much along those lines. Uh, it was, you yeah. Can you recall that at all? Yeah, I do. I, I think the request was, could I put a few ums and errs in it? <laughs> that, that's right. Yeah, that's even better. But I, I, I probably put in all the ums and errs in this this uh, podcast for both of us. And uh, I, I like I like where we got to. People uh, can take away some very tangible actions. Uh, very much like to say thank you very much for sharing your invaluable insights. Pleasure. It was great speaking to you. Thank you. Until next time. Take care. So a few thoughts around pitching. We will absolutely come back to this. We will talk about it over and over and over as in investing skills, pitching your ideas makes a huge difference. I've been working with banks, how they could pitch to other banks. I've been working with service providers, product salespeople, leaders, how they can format and package their pitch and ultimately also coaching on how to win major deals. And the fundamentals, as we just talked about here, it drills down to the preparation, ideally rehearsal, do it right, and then come to an agreement to agree to do something together or not. So the, the call to action, and then follow up, follow up, follow up. So thanks one more time, Dominic Colenso, for helping out on this uh, investing skills podcast i will hear from you sooner or later again all of you and if you liked what we shared feel free to comment share or whatever you want so other people can also benefit from this podcast take care until we meet in reality or online thanks from fredrik sandwald 